Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now the cheers to comics podcast is proudly affiliated with nsclivetv.com that's no signal comics NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 268. The 268th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities, and I'll be going over all of the books coming out in the uh, near future and the uh, a little bit further from then future with the FOCs. Uh, so books coming out next Wednesday and the books that are due to be ordered by the end of the weekend for your final order cutoffs. So... Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about some comics coming out. Uh, first, you know what, before I talk about some comics coming out, this is real fresh in my fucking crawl right now. Uh, yeah, I apologize, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in hot right now. So, I, uh, I, 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 I do my best to make a living selling and flipping comics, and yeah, you know, this is, this is my life. So uh, I, I do these these little um, raffle things and uh, or waffles as they've as they've been known to be called and you know they're they're, they're pretty neat. You get in, you 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 have so many odds. I mean, yeah, you you put up twenty bucks and you win you win fucking two hundred dollar books sometimes. It is what it is. And, you know, it's it's a raffle. You don't understand how fucking raffles work. Now, when you're an unlucky person like myself that goes on a winning streak, it gets exciting, right? Like, fuck, I never win anything. And then you, you, you win some shit, and then you win something really, really cool, and you're really excited about it, and you start thinking, hell yeah, I'm going to turn this around, I'm going to get my girl something really, really cool, and I'm going to say fucking comics did it. But then this thing shows up, and it's not as fucking advertised at all. And what I mean by that is the grade. Now, I'm going to go on a little rant here for anybody. I know this is Polis Priorities. I'm supposed to be talking about books coming out. But just just because, just because, it's like I said, it's real, it's, it's, it's in there right now. I'm fucking seething. All week, I've been, uh, I've been getting the books that, you know, I, I won on my lucky streak months ago because the USPS has been so fucking snappy lately. Uh, so finally, they've been arriving. But the thing is, is that they've been arri- arriving and, and not as advertised. And they're, they're getting these, uh, I use the term sellers loosely because they use the, this whole, I'm not a professional grader, so yeah, books are approximate. Here's the fucking deal. 
If you're going to sell comic books, there's the one thing, one thing you need to know about comic books more than anything, and that's how to grade a motherfucking book. I know, I'm cursing a lot on this one, but god damn it. Um, where I'm talking like an $800 kick in the dick here. I, I, I just, I just caught, um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, this, this, I'm not a professional grader, so, yeah, but your grades are a problem, and bullshit. That's the one thing, like I just said, the one thing. It's like being a mechanic that's saying, I'm a mechanic, but I don't know how to turn a wrench. Like, no, that's that's the thing that you do. You you turn wrenches as, as a mechanic. As a comic book seller, there's only one thing that, that matters to the value of a comic, and that's grade. So you grade books. Now, with that, uh, I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> so if you're somebody out there thinking, well, gee, there sure is a lot of people out there making a whole heap of money selling these comic books, then um, uh, I think I might buy me a collection and do me some flipping. Uh, give it two years. Buy your collection, but you, I don't. Uh, I'm. <laughs> uh, you, you, I don't think you should be allowed to sell comics until you've owned comics and uh, have purchased comics for at least two years. Uh, so you know what the fuck a comic book is supposed to be. Uh, as far as grade goes. Um, yeah! So that's how I'm feeling today. This should be a fun pull list priorities, guys. Look at me and all my excitement. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't mean to flip out. I'm not, I'm not gonna call anybody out, because honestly, there's a bunch of people. A bunch of people. Um, it's just, this, and you know, people could say, well, it wasn't like that when I packed it. Well, sure, or, you know, but uh, it happened somehow. You know, and if it comes down to this, um, if if you allow a book to get damaged by the postal service, then it's your fault as a shipper. Um, if and then for the obvious, you know, if 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 you fucking <laughs> sell a book that's misadvertised, then shame on you. Or if you damage the book during the midst of shipping, uh come out and say it like look i fucked up whoops accidentally dog-eared the book <laughs> i know it was a 9.8 candidate and now it's like a 8.0 uh at best um but hey you know you only spent 12 dollars on the book right sure i could look at it that way i only spent 12 dollars on the book but i could also look at it this way i wouldn't have spent 12 dollars on the fucking book if i would have known it was going to show up like this i spent maybe three or four dollars on a, on a shot to win it so, don't give me that, well, it, you got it for this much, don't bitch, fucking bullshit. I'm gonna say eat a bag of dicks, if that's, you're, you're probably the motherfucker that dog-eared my book. Uh, <laughs> how's your eBay seller rating? Um, yeah, yeah, so that's, uh, that's how I'm feeling right now. You know, when I'm waiting literally months for these books, these really, really exciting books to show up, and they show up um near supposedly near mint and there's I, I could see spine ticks on them before i even take them out of the bag or you know like i said dog-eared corners or blatant fucking tears on key books um shame on you sellers take take pride in this industry uh you know don't don't make it so that nobody wants to buy fucking comics because right now i'm i'm at a point where i'm i'm not gonna be playing any more raffles on raw books and be because of a few people's fuck-ups, there's a lot of people out there that are going to miss out on my, uh, my, 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 my business. So don't be the guy that taints somebody else's, or, or girl, for that matter. I bought from plenty of fucking females, too. Um, don't, don't be the person or thing or whatever the fuck you identify as to, to tarnish somebody 
uh, away from this industry. That's uh, that's really why I go on this rant, is what it comes down to. Don't be somebody that pulls somebody away from fucking comics. Um, Take business out of somebody else's pocket, because you aren't a professional grader. So, um, yeah, uh, you, you have no right. Uh, honestly, anytime I see that now, I just, whoa, this guy doesn't, I don't trust this person. I don't trust this person. They know what they're doing at all. They just learned how to do this three months ago because they watched me flip a fucking book. So that's where I'm at on that. Hey, let's talk comic books, guys. Let's talk comic books. You know what? I want to tell you about somebody that... Gives you your fucking comic books, as ordered, every single time. Somebody that I've had more mail calls from and zero complaints with than anybody I've ever dealt with in all of uh, uh, shipping comics through the mail, and that is Hooked on Comics. Hooked on Comics. How's that for a friggin' segue? Anger to love. Uh, (laughs) I really do love Hooked on Comics. These guys, uh, well, hook it up. Uh, their, their Tuesday uh, show, uh, their, their, their new book pre-sale show. That's that's when you're going to get all the stuff before it actually hits shelves at great, great prices. Um, uh, that's uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Now, you find them on nsclivetv.com. Uh, and uh, Facebook as well. Like Hooked on Comics on Facebook. And then they get their big boy, their key slab sale. Now, this is, once again... You you buy a 9.0 book from Hooked on Comics on Saturday, and what's going to arrive in the mail uh, five to seven days later is going to be a 9.0 book or better. That's that's the th- see. You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna blame Hooked on Comics for my disappointment. They have set such a high standard, a high bar. The everybody else is just seems like dog shit now when I get comics in the mail, and that that really is the truth. I'm not just saying that because they pay me to say nice things. Um, this 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 really is the truth. I wouldn't take their money if I didn't like their what what they have to offer as a service. So hooked on comics Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays at five Eastern, Saturdays at seven Eastern on NSCLiveTV.com and Facebook. So. <sighs> How has your new comic book days been? Have they been good? That first one of the year was a doozy, huh? Yeah, lots of books. I think I added 50 books to my poll list that week. Close to it. Yeah, yeah, no, it was 50. Because it was 47 and then I forgot three. I got to go back and pick up, so... Am I right? So, what's coming out this week? Well, I'll get to that. But first, let's talk about what you got to order. What you got to order on the FOCs. The FOCs. If you're new to comics um, or the podcast, then I, you, you know I'm, I'm going to praise these FOCs. Uh, you don't know that, but you're going to know that. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the FOCs are essentially how the books that... Uh, how, how, hmm, the amount of books that are ordered and sent to press are based off the FOC numbers. So you, you don't pre-order books and they don't get made. They don't just go making books willy-nilly. They only make the amount that people want. It's, you know, fucking how it works. So if, if, if you don't order it, and then you go up on Wednesday and you don't have a pull list and you just shelf-dwell your way up to the uh, new book rack... And 
my book's not there. It's well, it's because you you fucked up. You fucked up. You you didn't listen. You didn't listen to me or anybody else out there that tells you about the importance of final order cutoffs. So trust me, final order cutoffs. You're gonna want to listen to this portion of the podcast. Let's get on with it. Let's start with DC. DC final order cutoffs. Uh, DC wants their their numbers by Sunday. So. Um, yeah, that's just what it is. That's why I just say the weekend. Everybody else on the planet, as far as comic publishers go, they want their FOC numbers by Monday. But uh, DC, they're different. Uh, so let's let's just get on with this. We're still in the world of Future State right now. Future State Wonder Woman number two. Uh, Jenny Frisson getting the cardstock variant on that. Uh, there's a little one-shot. Yeah, Harley and... Um, Poison Ivy, Love is a Battlefield, DC Love is a Battlefield one-shot, it's got a uh, $10 price tag, wow, wow, wee, wee. I would imagine it's a compilation of love stories, uh, I don't know, is it just Harley and Poison Ivy, I guess I could fucking click on it, um, blah, 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 Falling in Love is Rough, even for DC's greatest, watches Batman and Catwoman, Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda, and blue, 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 answering questions, so, there we go, um, yeah, keep it going, uh, Future State Wonder Woman, number two, needs to be ordered by Sunday at the absolute latest, Future State, the next Batman. I think this is number three. Yep, number three of a four-parter. One of the one of the longer uh, Future State titles that's going to happen naturally. It's Batman. Uh, Rorschach. R- yeah, look at that. And Bill Sinkevich getting the, the the variant on that. That's gorgeous. A little black label action. Man Bat. What? This is out of nowhere. Okay, cool. Kyle Hotz cover. Whoa, they're just gonna do a Man Bat book, five part mini series from Dave Weaselgos and oh, I'm sorry, Walgos Weelgos. I don't know. And Sumit Kumar. Cool man. Kyle Hotz covers badass for show. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, Future State Superman of Metropolis, number two, and Yuck Lee getting the old cardstock variant there. Future State Flash, number two, due to be ordered by Sunday. Uh, Future State Swamp Thing, due to be ordered by Sunday. Uh, Rorschach. No, I said that. Oh, these aren't in order. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Let's just uh, keep going here. Uh, Dreaming, the waking hours. Look at that. So this is Black Label Action. If you're into the old Sandman universe, then Dreaming, waking hours. There you go. Number seven. Far Sector, number 10 of the 12-parter. Award-winning book. That speaks volumes, right? What else? Did I say the rest now? I don't know. It's all out of order, and then I put it in order. There we go. Cool. Yeah, no, that's it. Not a super heavy FOC list this week for DC, but right on. I, I know that the, the the cover for Love is a Battlefield is very intriguing. I like anything that Poison Ivy's on. Who's the cover artist on that? Kara Andrews. Mm. So it's going to be better up close. And it's already pretty good. It's really colorful. Fuck. Do I want that book? I hate love stories. Damn it. I don't know. It's not my time to decide. Uh, so yeah, those are all the DC FOCs. Let's get on with the uh, 
the, the rest of the stuff due to be ordered by Monday. Monday, Monday, January 11th. So let's start with Vault Vault Comics on the FOCs this week. We've got Vagrant Queen Planet Called Doom number 6. And Wasted Space is already at issue 19. Wow, oh, uh, Carrying on from Vault on the FOCs, we have Oni Press. Uh, more Rick and Morty. Well, they're really burning out this Rick and Morty stuff lately. Uh, Worlds Apart is what it is. Uh, I would imagine it's a little miniseries. Based on the hit season four of Rick and Morty, see some of your favorite new characters collide in Rick and Morty Worlds Apart, a brand new miniseries. See the outrageous shit dragons... What? The outrageous shit dragons... The outrageous shit dragons? Um, so here's the deal. Uh... Season 4 of Rick and Morty has made me not really a fan of Rick and Morty anymore, so I'm not all super pumped on this anymore. But, yeah, fucking, you know, classics, right? Josh Trujillo and Jarrett Williams. Uh, my point is, I, I don't know what Shit Dragons is. Like, I got through Rick and Morty Season 4, and I tried three times. I tried three times, and, um, no, no, not for me anymore. Not for me. And there's two covers on that one. Jesus, are we looking at another super tiny FOC list? I'm not seeing shit for indies. Antarctic? Can you hear me? Uh, cat shit number three? That's something. And gold digger number 280. Alright, there you go. Aftershock or Antarctic bringing it back. Aftershock? Aftershock, we have Maniac of New York. Whoa. Uh, Elliot Kalan and Andrea Moody. Four years ago, a mass slasher began stalking the streets in New York City. Maniac Harry is inhuman, unkillable, and unstoppable. Which is why the authorities' solution has been to ignore him and let New York's adapt to all the world. You can strike at any moment. When Maniac Harry starts killing his way through a subway system, trauma-haunted political aide Gina Green and disgraced NYPD de detective Zelda Pettibone become determined to go rogue and destroy him. But how can they fight a monster when they can't fight City Hall? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, Emmy Award winning writer Elliot Kalan. Apparently, The Daily Show and Mystery Science Theater 3000, Spider Man, The X Men. Okay. Alright. Dude's got some uh, TV chops. He's got some TV chops. He's got some comedy chops. Obviously, with The Daily Show and Mystery Science Theater. Trique. I'm, uh,. Wow, this is already this this might be my most anticipated book of the week right now. Jesus, that looks like fun. When you just let the guy run loose because you can't. <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, ba -ba. let's see here. Chimerian Frost Giant's daughter is at number three now. There are four covers on this. Don't really see an homage variant on this one though. But still, all great covers. I love them. I love them. That's what this series is all about for me. Uh, Boom Studios, nothing. Nothing from Boom Studios. Uh, wow. Uh, all right, all right, Dynamite. Dynamite has some shit I can um, fucking talk about. 
James Bond. What? No, guess not. That's just a signed book. Never mind. Nothing from Dynamite I want to talk about. What a disappointment. Again, IDW. IDW, due to be ordered by Monday, we have Kanto, Hollow Men, number five, wrapping up. A little five-parter. Gotta fucking love this series, right? Oh my gosh. Shout out to Kano and the Clockwork Fairies for winning the the old Cheersy. Mm-hmm. Check out that last uh, episode, guys. The Cheersies was so much fun. By far the longest podcast I've ever recorded. Maybe ever will again. Not that I'm saying I regret it. That was so much fucking fun. Uh, Chained to the Grave, number one. Uh, ooh, okay, number one. What is this? Who's who, who, who done it? Brian Level and Andrew Eschenbach. All right. So, Brian Lovell and Andrew Eschenbach. Uh, what? You gotta say it again? Jesus Christ, with your fucking typos. Um, Outlaw Roy Mason has come back from the dead, chained to the headstone that marked his grave. It's a lawless time, a magical time, and the undead Roy soon finds himself caught between a rock and a hard place as he sets out in a search of treasure. Just that's what the dead do. But Roy, trying to do right by the wife and children he left behind, soon finds that everything is not always as it seems. Well, jeez. If everything was as it seemed, it'd be pretty fucking lame, huh? Um, this actually sounds kind of neat, I'm not going to lie. So there you go, Chain to the Grave, number one. G.I. Joe, Real American Hero Yearbook, number one. Alright, got that. Uh, Goosebumps, Secret of the Swamp, number five. I fucking love Goosebumps, man. I do. I haven't been reading any of the comics, though. Never read a Goosebumps comic, but goddamn, just saying Goosebumps. It makes me so happy just to know that the name Goosebumps is still relevant. Uh, Judge Dredd, False Witness, uh, fourth issue in that little miniseries. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, is at issue number 95, guys. That's friggin' insane. Um, yeah, two covers on that one. Oh, Sea of Sorrows. Sea of Sorrows, I'm excited about. I'm actually going to have old Rich Doak on the podcast. I think that's how you say his name. I'll ask him for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, this is, this is good stuff right here. Underwater horror. You don't get that very often. Except for maybe Plunge, but... That was the first in a while. Uh, Snake Eyes, Dead Game. Oh, so if you have a terrible taste in comics, then uh, this might be your book. Uh, I'm I'm not ever one to uh, really. Uh, I I have to pump the brakes on that one. I'm I'm feeling a little salty today. Uh, I, I'm not here to ever deter anybody away from comics. That's not my point in doing this it's it's really not it is to get as many comics and as many unsuspecting hands as uh virtually possible however i have an exception to my rule when it comes to not talking shit about comics and it's anything that this um air quote man uh <laughs> is that the word you air quoted uh is 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 attached to and that's rob left field and uh 
Yikes. Worst thing that ever happened to comics is that man. You know, if if I had to give up Deadpool to erase Rob Liefeld from comics, I would. I, that's a risk I would, or a sacrifice I would be willing to make. No questions asked. Carrying on, Star Trek Year Five, issue number nineteen. There we go. Then Trekkies rejoice, and then Star Wars, Star Wars Adventures twenty twenty, number four. Two covers on that one. Uh, what? Uh-oh. This might be a big book. Okay. So, Star Wars The High Republic Adventures. So, if you're following the comic book boom right now, it is Star Wars. That is what is on fire. That is what has exploded the Star Wars book. Star Wars last week came out with The High Republic out of Marvel. And all immediately, like, didn't even give it a chance. And it was selling for 15, 20 bucks a copy and continues to climb. For... I mean, inarguable reasons, really. When, when you can't mistake the success of what's, or, yeah, of Star Wars and what it's become again with The Mandalorian. It's brought back Star Wars fever. Um, shit that people are having a really hard time bitching about. And that, that is the Star Wars that we all want, you know? Irrefutable fucking evidence of good TV. Now, um... With that being said, the, the it's it's only natural that at this point we try to expand the Star Wars mythos. So they came up with the High Republic, which is essentially uh, Star Wars BC, if you will. Um, well, don't discount these Star Wars Adventures books as ever being key books. I mean, look at Batman Adventures number twelve. Just because it was designed for kids doesn't mean something huge isn't going to come out of it. Uh, we don't know who the the, the next. But we don't know this universe at all. Everybody knew is a, a, a you know a first appearance at this point. It's a matter of how key they end up being. Will there be any key characters coming out of Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures? I don't know. Will I be ordering it? Yes. Will I be ordering more than one? Yes. Just because. Just because. I I, I have no idea. No one's told me anything. I guess like maybe will it say something here? Flaming destruction is coming to. Tiramont 4. A remnant of the hyperspace disaster appears in the sky, and Zine and her best friend Crix have only minutes to get to the elders of the path and find safety. Okay, well, oh, hold on. Meanwhile, Master Yoda, what? Master Baro, and a group of Padawans are racing towards the disaster of a daring rescue mission. Yeah, sounds like it's full of fucking first appearances. I have a feeling this is the book of the week once again. Just like last week's podcast when I was saying the book to pick up this week is Star Wars High Republic. The book to pre-order this week is Star Wars High Republic Adventures. So there you go. There you fucking go, man. I know, I'm sorry. I'm really cursing a lot in this podcast. And there's two covers on it, too. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I apologize for my potty mouth on this podcast. <sighs> I know, I'm not usually one to apologize for my mouth, but been been uh, rancid tonight turtles the teenage mutant kind the jenica kind teenage mutant Ninja turtles jenica chapter two issue number four of the six-parter uh yeah man i'm loving this series so i haven't read chapter two yet but i love the first three-parter they put out i love jenica so much as a character immediately drawn to the character and then my little girl so 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 in love with jenica um yeah, so we, we, we get to read the her, her little ongoing together, and 
every once in a while I'll bleep out, I don't bleep out shit, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, she gets the raw version. Now, my point is, is this book curses sometimes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Maybe one of the most anticipated series ever created ever that didn't disappoint. <clears throat> Three jokers. Uh, Last Ronin. Last Ronin is finally coming out with its second issue. There was a long delay in between issue one and number two, but give the men time. They've got stuff to create. Uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird and Tom Wall. I don't. Do I really need to hype up Last Ronin? No. But I probably should let you know that if you don't order it, if you don't order it, you're gonna be fucked. Oh, you're gonna be so fucked. Oh man, I can't wait to see the tears of the people that don't listen to this podcast. And then, and then, oh, oh, uh, Transformers. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm another one. Transformers Beast Wars. This is what I'm about. Gatches. This is the Transformers that brought me into Transformers was Beast Wars. Um, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. You know, I'm just, just that age to where I was just... Just too young for Transformers. Um, but then Beast Wars became a thing. And I got to witness CGC on TV. and Not CGC, what do they call it? Uh, I've got comics on the brain. Um, just CG, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, C C CG animation. But, um, CGA, there we go. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped for this. Eric Burnham. All right, celebrating 25 years of Beast Wars. In the future, the planet Cybertron belongs to the scientific-minded Maximals and the action-oriented Predacons. Keyword, action-oriented. Very important when you're going to pick up Transformers books now because there's no guarantee that you're going to get any action. Uh, this, when it says action-oriented Predacons, uh, I am only counting on it. When a crew of Predacons, led by the successor to the Megatron name, steal a gold disc and a ship capable of traveling through time, it's up to Optimus Primal and his maximal crew, Rattrap, Rhinox, Cheetor, and new character, Nyx, bam, to catch them. And brand new Beast Era begins with an oversized first issue by Eric Burnham. Yes, a thousand times, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I have so many anticipated books this week between Last Ronin and uh, that, that other one that I said. What was the one with the, 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 the murderer that they just let murder? And now Transformers Beast Wars. Jesus Christ. What a... Uh, what a time, man. What a time. And there's two covers on that, too. Is that... Fuck, I can't tell. Is that the new character? Is that Nyx? Because that's a Predacon. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my brain needs to be readjusted. You can go through and watch some Beast Wars. Oh, fucking Fico Osio doing the uh, the 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 colors cover. Sorry, the cover. Oh my gosh, so good, so good. IEW bringing it this week, guys. On a small week, IDW threw down the hammer. Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, we have Avatar, the next Shadow, number two of the little four-parter miniseries they're doing. Still trying to make Avatar relevant. Uh, make sure people don't forget about this thing. Uh, then we've got Fear Case. Fear Case, this is a... F oh, all right. Number one from Matt Kent and Tyler Jenkins. 
a new horrific detective series. Sold. Sold. A no-nonsense Secret Service agent and his new age partner investigate a mysterious box known as Fear Case, which as a which has appeared throughout history at sites of disaster and tragedy. Whoever comes into possession of this case must pass it on with three days, within three days, or face deadly consequences. Oh, okay, okay, kind of like uh, the ring in a way. The uh, or uh, what? What's the one where you gotta fuck them and they, they die? Um, uh, shit, what's that one? It's passed on by the bonin. Hmm. I forget, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. That one, that's what this reminds me of. The agents must track down Fear Case while staying one step ahead of a psychotic cult and the otherworldly forces behind the case's existence. Oh yes, I love adding new titles from Dark Horse to my poll list. I love it. I love it. Uh, one, two, three covers on that one. And then if you're a video gamer, there's Overwatch. Overwatch Tracer London Calling number three. Due to be ordered by Monday. Now let's wrap up these indies with Image. From Image Comics. Hmm. Uh, Deep Beyond. All right. Number one of a 12-part maxi-series from Marco Andolfo and David Goy. And an underpopulated future Earth, devastated by the dire consequences of the Millennium Bug, the survival of mankind, and maybe the planet itself, is handled by a small number of people. Talented scientists who, despite the adverse situation and the stupid feuds that continue to divide the small number of people still alive, try to understand to study what is hidden in the depths of the abyss. Uh, something mysterious and dangerous, which could eventually cause an even worse and more destructive catastrophe. Cool, man. Cool. Actually sounds pretty interesting. Uh, great cover, too. Great cover. I know somebody that's going to be super into that cover. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers on that, though. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot. Hey, I like that the Virgin cover is actually slightly different. Even though, I mean, I don't like the cover. It's Peach Momoko, but it's it's like the the it's zoomed out. It looks like I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how, what that would actually look like. Um, Excellence. Excellence is on its tenth issue. So if you're reading Excellence, there's two covers to be chosen from on your pre-orders this week. Family Tree is on its eleventh issue. Uh, so apparently this is an ongoing series. God damn it. It's Jeff Lemire and it's so good. That first issue was so good and I didn't add it as an ongoing like a dumbass and now I'm so I mean there's there's no going back now. God damn, what a bummer. What a bummer. Um Firepower by you know, oh yeah, you know who does that. Uh <laughs> that's at issue number eight now, so if you're reading that, there you go. Not not for me. Not a series for me, unfortunately. What is graphic fantasy? What is this? Done by Eric Larson. Revenge, one of the most valuable and hardest to find Savage Dragon comics of all time is the 1982 fanzine graphics fantasy where the dragon made his first appearance. 
This book is long out of print and highly sought after and completely unobtainable for most collectors until now. This deluxe version reprints this rare book, introducing Paul Dragon and a host of then-new characters. Alright. So, you, you know, uh, this might actually be a spec book really worth picking up. Um, uh, because it's such a small week so far, as of right now, I think I'm going to put this on the pull list. I have a feeling this is one to hang on to for about a decade and then flip for a few hundred bucks. Um, just got a feeling, and there's two covers on that. What? Hold on, what? Number, hold on, no, there's a number one for $10, and then there's a number two for five ninety nine. So this would maybe be his... Uh, what? Why would they? It's the same book. It just says number two. I'm confused. I'm very confused. Um. Yeah. Shit. Huh. Well, uh, we got a bunch of image first this week, and you know, if you make an image first, then that means that you made it as an image series. So, um, ascender. Has a number one. Bitterroot has a number one. Definitely picking that one up. Die has a number one. I'm a fucking dumbass, and I, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't believe in this book when it came out. I, I, I picked it up, and then I just gave it away. Mm, I think you would like this. And now it's super, super hot. Jupiter's Legacy has a number one. Philadelphia has a number one. Fucking a Rodney Barnes. Good for you, dude. Uh, Mercy. Uh, or wait, hold on. Yeah, no, it's uh, Mercy. Has a number one, The Old Guard. You know, their super awesome movie that came out this year on Netflix. The Undiscovered Country already has an image first. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. You make it to the image first. I think you've made it as a comic. Uh, read most of those. Uh, probably half of them. Uh, Inkblot. Inkblot, I was on it. It's sixth issue now. Is this an ongoing or not? Yep, this is going to be an ongoing. I'm going to have to probably drop it here just because I, uh, I don't I don't have time for it. I got the first five issues. If it takes off, awesome for me. If it you know doesn't, then got something to go through and read through during the next apocalypse, which I'm sure is uh, right around the corner now. Low is on its 26th issue. Two, three, three covers to choose from there by Monday. Rat Queens, issue number 25. Hell yeah. Uh, this one's taken a few years to move along. There's definitely been some gaps, but here it is. 25, that's good for you, ma'am. Uh, sea of Stars, number 9. That last issue was really good again. <laughs> Love this series. Jason Aaron and Dennis Hopeless are just murderers on this. Uh, Tartarus is on its ninth issue. Two covers on that one. Johnny Christmas killing it there. Uh, I actually haven't read it, but I hear really, really good things. Um, mostly from smart people, though. Uh, yeah, I, I had a feeling this is going to be one that you had to be super smart <laughs> to read. And I don't have that kind of confidence in myself, so bleh. Uh, Undiscovered Country is on its 12th issue now, so get excited about that. Two covers on that one. And, uh, The Walking Dead, number eight. Uh, so, The Walking Dead, now done in color. So, I've, uh, 
Uh, I'm gonna have to start reading it now. I, I got issue six on my pull list this week, so I'm gonna have to start reading it from there. See what The Walking Dead's all about. And we'll have a complete Walking Dead collection one way or the other. Uh, may not be original, but it'll be color. So that's it for the indies and DC on the FOCs. Let's uh, let's talk Marvel. Let's wrap it up. And it looks like Marvel's going to bring us some shit to order. Uh, due to be ordered by Monday at the absolute latest, we have Avengers issue number 42. Uh, one, two, three, four covers on that one. Another timeless variant. A little late there, huh? It's a really good one, though. It's Hawkeye, and probably actually maybe my favorite one I've seen so far. Uh, late to the party, but it arrived nonetheless. Awesome, man. So the, we're, we're, we're talking Phoenix Force here, guys. This is big stuff. Uh, Avengers Mech Strike. Number one of a five-part miniseries. They're doing four covers on this, and I, I don't know how I feel about this. Yes, it's essentially, you know, what if, you know, the Avengers all got their own version of a Hulkbuster, essentially. Um, it could be fun. It could be a lot of fun. What will it... I mean... I don't know if there's anything to spec on with this. There's potential, but it's, I think that's a long shot on the spec game for this. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I might pick up number one just to see how... What am I saying? If I pick up number one of just a five-parter, I'm going to get them all. I don't know. I really... I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, Hellions is on its ninth issue now. And, you know, if I can... I'm actually kind of back on Hellions because of Ten of Swords. It was really, really, really good. The Hellions tie-ins, that whole Mr. Sinister stuff. Right on. Uh, Immortal Hulk, number 43. One, two, three covers on this one. And there's an Aliens variant to, to, to pre-order on this, too. It's really good. The Clan Shavi. Whew. Awesome. Uh, more King and Black stuff. King and Black, Black Knight, number one. And it's not gonna stop coming anytime soon, guys. Uh, one, two, three covers on that one. Uh, King and Black, Gwenum versus Carnage. These covers, or at least, yeah, the covers so far have been incredible. Uh, one, two covers on that one. Uh, King and Black Marauders. Jesus Christ. Wow, they're really going to tie in everything, it seems. Um, two covers on that one. Jesus Christ, they're bringing in a, they're bringing in the Marauders on King and Black? That's very interesting. Who's doing this? Tell me it's Jerry Duggan. It is Jerry Duggan. Oh, yeah. This is exciting. I'm excited for that one. Uh, the Valkyries. Um, no, King and Black Return of the Valkyries. That's what it is. Two covers on that. Uh, Legend of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's back again. Um, number one, I guess. Now we're going to have an ongoing series after the little mini-series. Two covers to choose from on that. I'm not a Shang-Chi fan. Um, and that's only... I mean, I love Kung Fu. Don't get me wrong. But here's the deal about Kung Fu and comics. Comics don't move. Kung Fu's all about motion. It's very hard to depict really cool kung fu in comics therefore guys you better have a fucking something going on for you something just saying um at least the iron fist has an iron fist this guy's just good at karate and shit uh, i've never read shang chi i just based off of what i know about him 
Okay. Kind of a lazy superhero, whatever. Uh, um, non-stop Spider-Man. All right. What is this? It just says classified. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe Kelly and Dale Eaglesham and Chris Pichalo. I'll have to take your word for it. Only, only five bucks, so. You know, if it were like a $9 secret, then <laughs> eat dicks. But no, not so much. Runaways is at issue number 33 now. Now, how is it that, you know, uh, with the, the quick reboot world of Marvel, that Runaways is a title that makes it 33 issues? Well, I'll tell you why. Because nobody's talking about it. Um, the, the people who have been reading it have been reading it from the beginning. They continue to sell the same amount of copies. Um, but I don't know anybody that's getting into Runaways. <laughs> Just saying. Star Wars. The ongoing is uh, on issue number 11 now. There's three covers on that one. And once again, we have a really un a secret and undisclosed John Tyler Christopher um, action figure variant. So I've been getting them all blindly because, you know, I they don't tell me what they look like until after <laughs> the FOCs go up or are due. So, ah, but I collect action figure variants. Sometimes I, it's a character I'd give two shits about. Sometimes it's a banger. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, Star Wars High Republic. Uh, issue number two is due to be ordered by Monday. You're going to want it. I'm telling you. Uh, Strange Academy is on its eighth issue. Still doing the R. Adams character spotlight variants. Uh, and there's a Mardi Gras variant as well. That's because they're in Nolans. Three covers on that one. Venom, uh, 33 now. You know, obviously tying into King in Black. Two covers on that one to be ordered by Monday. Then we've got some Warhammer 40K. Uh, that's on its fourth issue now. And to wrap up the FOCs due by the weekend, we have X-Factor number seven. So there you go. Tons of great books to pick from. Uh, Marvel with lots of covers more than anything. Uh, great, great indies. Make sure more than anything you pre-order your indies. So there you have it. Um, I'm going to take a quick little breaky-poo, and I'll be right back to talk about the book slated to hit your slots next new comic book day, whatever day of the week that falls on for you. Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villains Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on thevillainsman.com. All right. Well, here we go. Let's get on with the books coming out this uh, next Wednesday, if you will. Uh, let's start with DC Books. It is still Future State. Um, but first, we got a little Black Label, a little American Vampire 1976. Scott Snyder's continuation of his classic. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, black Label action. But then we start out with, you know, we don't start out, obviously. This is a second. Continue on with Future State. Dark Detective, number one. Pretty pumped on this one. Um... 
to me, this is, you know, Detective Comics, right? Just Future State. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Future State Green Lantern. Um, I'm always lost on Green Lantern books, but I don't know. Give it a shot, maybe. Most of these Future State books I'm not going to end up actually reading. Uh, Justice League Future State. Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, Kara Zor-El Superwoman. I mean, is this super necessary? Do we really need this? Uh, Ro Future State Robin Eternal. Alright, this is probably one I'll read, but... I don't know, that's actually kind of a cool cover. Neato. <sighs> yeah, DC just doesn't have me excited right now with Future State at all. Um, I'm anxious for what it turns out to be, but as far as, you know, all the titles to get through to get to that that point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh continuing on Superman Wonder Woman. Some okay. Fun little team up book there. And then Future State Teen Titans. Actually looks like uh the Teen Titans of today. We got Crush and Starfire and Old Dicky Dick. I don't know. New costume, though. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, pff, what is that? I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, more Black Label Sweet Tooth, The Return. So Jeff Lemire's back with this little series there. Um, what the fuck? God, weird shit. No, that's all for DC coming out this week. Uh, I, I pretty Most of those covers have a B cover to them as well, but I'm on the DC Comics site and... They're super, super smart and don't display their variants because they're super, super smart. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the rest of the stuff coming out next week. Let's start with Vault. Vault Comics coming out on Wednesday, New Comic Book Day. We have Automol number four. Two covers on that one. It's like a horror movie in October. Uh, Bleed Them Dry, number six. Cool. Cool, cool. Uh, one, two, two covers on that one. Then we've got Devil's Red Bride, number four. Two covers on that one. And then Heavy, number four. Heavy is one of my favorite series. Uh, it is bonkers. Uh, I highly suggest you check it out. And um, it's not for the, uh, the, 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 the faint of heart when it comes to having a big old floppy donkey. In your uh, in your pages there, because they're everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and now I enjoy the book. Uh, it really is actually an incredible story. Valiant Comics. From Valiant, we have Bloodshot number ten. Two covers on that one, and that's that's it from Valiant. You know, always it's always nice when we see something coming out of Valiant. Ah, uh, what else? Titan? Anything from Titan? We got Blade Runner 2029. That's right around the corner, the old 2029. Uh, one, two, three, four covers on that one. And then we got to some Doctor Who stuff. Uh, number three, I guess. So, three covers on that one. Just a little bit out of Titan this week. Let's go to Source Point. Nope, never mind. No Source Point this week. Let's go to Scout. Scout Comics, just one book. We got Concrete Jungle number four. This one came in my Scout subscription box, and uh, if you want to see the unboxing of that uh, beyond just Concrete Jungle number four, then check out the YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, there's a uh, Concrete Jungle number four coming out of Scout. 
Oni? Oni Press, just a little bit as well. Kaiju Max Season 5, number 6. Oh, hey. Uh, pff, Mad Cave, we have Night to the Golden Sun, number 9. Interesting. Cool, Mark London and Mauricio Villarreal. Or something like that. And then Pantomime. Pantomime number three of a little six-parter. I think I got the uh, the reader copy. Not the reader copy. What the fuck do you call them? Not necessarily the review copy. There we go. I think I got the review copy of that. Uh, come on. Something. Something good here. No? No? Nothing? Really slow fucking indie week again. Anything from Antarctic? Yeah, Pirates vs. Ninjas coloring book. What the fuck? Uh, Ahoy? Ahoy! Penultiman. Penultiman. Number four. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this is, unfortunately. Uh, I know that anything out of Ahoy, though, I could say this. It has to be at least a little funny. That's how Ahoy operates. Anything from Aftershock? We've got a Lonely Receiver, number five, coming out of Aftershock, and Red Atlantis, number three. So if those are anything that you're uh, you're reading, get excited. It's coming soon. Uh, Ablaze from Ablaze next week. Oh, yeah. Sumerian Frost Giants, Camarian Frost Giants, uh, Daughter, number two. There are four covers on this one, and that fourth one, that D cover... Oh yeah, that Wolverine number one homage cover. It's really, really good. <laughs> I like it a lot. A lot. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's all from a blaze. <sighs> Boom. Boom Studios, we got Mad and Morphin number three. One, two, three covers on that one. Uh, Origins number three. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this series is really starting to get a lot of chatter. I, I, I checked it out. You know, it's definitely a spectacular visually, but it's it feels kind of like a manga story to me in a sense. Not not looks wise, just the way it feels, and um, it I don't know, mm, not for me. Uh, well, what is that? Oh, never mind. Uh, Red Mother number twelve, that's coming out. Oh, what's going on there? She's sucking her eyes out of her face, man. Whoa. Just one cover on that one. Uh, and then we've got Seven Secrets, number six, from the amazing Tom Taylor. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be jumping on this one now that six issues out. I'm going to do a little bingey binge, get caught up on this one. Uh, one, two, three covers on that. Mm, secret spoiler variant? Why would you? I mean, it's right there. Huh. I don't know, maybe that's not the final image art. <laughs> if it's a secret, you're showing me. You're not good at secrets. Dynamite. Uh, Green Hornet, number five. One, two, three covers on that one. And uh, the rest is all smutty smut. So always something coming out of Dynamite. Always something to tuck behind your toilet. Uh, <laughs> I did W. Just a little from IDW this week. We got Sonic the Hedgehog, number 36. Two covers on that one. Uh, from Dark Horse coming out this week, we've got Stranger Things, Science Camp, number four. Of a little four-parter, so it's all wrapping up here. Three covers that you had to pick from on this one. Uh, yeah, I got to love some Stranger Things, right? 
And then, to wrap up the indie comics slated to hit your slots on New Comic Book Day, January 13th, we have from Image Comics, A Man Among Ye, number four. It's about a lady pirate, but it's called A Man Among Ye. I'm confused. Uh, Big Girls, number six. Two covers on this one, and old scatty youths getting the, uh... Getting the variant on that. I love Big Girls. This series is incredible. This series is incredible. Hey, don't soundbite me. Uh, <laughs> Commanders in Crisis number four of a 12-part maxi series that Steve Orlando is attempting to create. He's trying to create an event-level type of situation, uh, crossing over with a bunch of people that we've never heard of before so he's uh, attempting to take on that challenge we'll we'll see what happens see what happens i think it continues to be on my pull list i read the first issue and thought ah, i don't got time for this but um I- i'm intrigued by the idea of it so i'm continuing to pick it up for the sake of speculation because if this b- becomes a thing and gets really popular then it could really be something uh, so many reprints, reprint, 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 reprint. Ha ha, number one, finally. Fuck, see, I thought I missed this. Oh, I was gonna get mad. Um, hmm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pumped. What is this? I, one, yeah, six part miniseries. This isn't. This is. Yeah, no, it's uh. You know, Ice Cream Man, but instead of an Ice Cream Man, it's a clown. And for that, I am pumped. It sucks that it's only a six-parter, though. I'd rather see a clown going around fucking with people live, people's lives than an Ice Cream Man, but that's just me. Not to take away anything away, or take anything away from uh, Ice Cream Man, because that shit is dope. Uh, Homesick Pilot's coming out with its second issue. That was a really, really popular first issue, for sure. One, two covers on that one. Kick-Ass Voices, Hit Girl. Number three of a five-part miniseries. Uh, one, two covers on that one. And then Savage Dragon is at issue number 256. Why do I feel like the last four issues of Savage Dragon I mentioned have been issued 256? It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. It's clearly just me. It can't be. Now, let's wrap it up with Marvel books coming out on Wednesday. I'm kind of excited to see what's coming out here. First off, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 57. One, two covers on that one. So Spencer's stuff story continues on. Uh, Let's see. What? Oh, Chris Claremont and a voicery special. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is one, two, three covers on this one. It's a bunch of, you know, it's a celebration of the great Chris Claremont. Chris Claremont. I'm so glad that's not my name because I can't say it. (laughs) Uh, Immortal Hulk is on issue number 42 already. One, two, three covers on this one. One of them being an incredible nullified variant. So the nullified variants are still continuing to come out slowly. God damn, that's a good one. That's uh, like, is that She-Hulk nullified? Huh. Badass. Badass. Who did that cover? Is that, oh, it is Alexander Lozano. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so good. Uh, King and Black, Gwenum vs. Carnage. Uh, th- let's see. This is part one of a three-parter. 
two covers on that one. Ryan Brown doing a badass variant. Uh, King and Black Planet of the Symbiotes. Number one's coming out. Won two covers on that one. Kyle Hotz has a badass variant. King and Black Thunderbolts. Number one of a three-part miniseries. Two covers on that one. Uh, Marauders is on its 17th issue. And a badass... Oh, that is a badass alien variant. Oh, we are getting alien variants this week. Sweet. Well, not just one of them, it looks like. Oh, that's a good one. I love it. I love it. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader is on its ninth issue and continues to just kill it. Kill it. Is Ochia Bastoon still in here? Don't count out Ochia Bastoon. Look at Vader and his cybernetic arm and leg and... Uh, I mean, it's he's all pretty cybernetic, but now, like different robot parts now, like from a droid, because he's a gangster. Uh, Sword is on issue number two. There we go. What is that, a King and Black type of variant going on there? This is King and Black tie-in? I don't know, I can't tell. It's got a big old null symbol on it, though. I don't know. Uh, the Union is on its second issue. Um, and there are two variants with it. There's a design variant. And... Alright. Alright, the design variant might be worth something, for sure. Uh, same thing with the other variant, uh, just for the sake of first appearances, possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But there you go. Those are all the books coming out in the future and the uh, a little bit further future. So... Uh, I hope you've been informed, enlightened, persuade, uh, something. I hope you've been something. You made it an hour. So I hope you got something out of this. Uh, I urge you all to check out Hooked on Comics. Uh, if you're a an independent creator or a creator of any type, really, and you're getting ready to launch a uh, crowdfunded campaign for your comic, your indie comic, then... Well, shit. Uh, hit up Inked Marketing, man. I, I don't. I, I can't. <laughs> can't praise them enough for you know with what I've witnessed, the amount of success they've had with indie comics funding with their Kickstarter and um, uh, uh, what's the other one? Indiegogo campaigns. It's just Inked Markets Marketing's killing them, killing the market right now. It's a lot of words that I want to say in different ways in the same sentence. Anyway, <laughs> uh, check out the Apocalypse. Hashtag the Apocalypse on Twitter and on Podchaser. If you're just into podcasts in general, not just comic book podcasts, then uh, finding that hashtag, you will stumble upon—not really be st stumble upon—you will have been directed upon the greatest list of independent podcasts out there. Whether you're into true crime or horror or uh, the other end of pop culture spectrum where you're getting, um, you know, comic book news, movie news, and pop culture news, and, and sports news, and all of that great stuff. You know, there's people like ODPH, Ken M. It's just uh, hashtag the apocalypse, trust me. Uh, remember, support your local comic book stores and the entire comic book industry by starting a poll list and pre-ordering your books. Stay safe out there. Read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Ah, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast.
This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.